everyone, and welcome to the Make Parts Fast podcast. I'm Leslie Langnaw, editor at Make Parts Fast, and I'm here today with Brian Hedberg, co-founder of Sprout Labs. The company is the latest winner of Proto Labs' Cool Idea Award, and it won it for its personal malt house. So thank you for joining me today, Brian. Thanks for having me, Leslie. So tell me a little bit about the background of this project. How did it begin? It began with a desire to connect farmers to brewers. Um, So craft beer is booming, as most people are probably aware of, but beer isn't really connected to local farmers generally. So we started with the idea that we wanted to create a product that would connect those two two groups. So what brought you then to Proto Labs? We came to Proto Labs because one of our parts was incredibly custom. Um, We couldn't find it stock and we needed a solution that was affordable, fast to produce, and durable. The part in question was a uh, humidifier box, very similar to a humidifier that you might have for your house, but at a much smaller scale. And it regulates the humidity within our larger product. And Proto Labs offered their funding through the Cool Idea Award. And as a small company, we're, we're not flush with cash. So the idea of an award that would allow us to work with a, a larger tried-and-true manufacturer was a great opportunity. How did you hear <laughs> that Proto Labs offered the Cool Idea Award? Our part at the time was 3D printed, and we were looking for, we were working with a small 3D print shop. They were great, but we needed a service that was going to allow us to produce at a larger scale more affordably. And so we started looking for different 3D print services, and we saw Proto Labs online and realized that they were actually really close to home. They were also in the Twin Cities, and uh, we love working with local manufacturers. And that's about as local as you can get. So we looked at their website and applied. We saw the award there and applied. Now, Proto Labs offers a number of capabilities. Is this humidifier 3D printed, or are you using some of Proto Labs' other capabilities? We're using their injection molding services, actually. One of the issues with our, our part is that it needed to be watertight. And when you're 3D printing, you can achieve water tightness, but at a greater expense using more specialized materials. So we ended up opting for an injection molding service, mostly be- because of the grant. Injection molding at our scale would have been tricky because we would have needed to pay for the mold mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. And because we had grant funding, we were able to pay for the mold with that funding and then have cost savings throughout, you know, Mm -hmm. we're now seeing cost savings as we're producing the part instead of 3D printing, which which would have been more stable cost throughout, but ultimately would have been more expensive for us. Okay, so during uh, your conversations with the engineers at Proto Labs, did they offer any design suggestions or anything on the part? And what was that experience like? Yeah, they they definitely offered quite a few design suggestions. We were working with a a separate independent um, CAD designer who also is offering suggestions at the beginning of the process, but as we 
near the end, especially, Protolabs was really helpful at not only telling us how to create molds that worked with their system, but just more broadly giving design tips for, for saving money on materials or creating a more a more stable product. And they proposed a few design decisions that as someone who is relatively or was relatively new to thermoplastic design at the time weren't necessarily the most intuitive, but were very helpful in the process, very helpful tips in the process. It sounds like you're going more into production now. Are you um, at that point where you're building quite a number of units? We are ramping up production. We're currently fulfilling pre-orders for our systems, and, and we're producing at a scale that allows us to, to actively field questions and receive feedback from our, our customers. Our, one, of, one of the big feel, fears with a product like this is that we scale up too quickly and any issue in, or bug or issue with our design might affect too many people. So we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to limit production right now. Um, so now a personal malt house. So this is something that somebody can use just to make their own specific brew. Similar, but even farther up the process. So, so you can think of malting as almost the equivalent to, to milling. Like malting is to brewers what milling is to bakers. So we're creating a product that allows people to malt their own grains that they can then use to brew. Okay. The reason that that is significant is that right now you go to a homebrew shop as a home brewer or you buy malt online as a small brewer and quantities are quite large and the selection is relatively limited and most of the flavor that we might see in malt is is imported from from Europe mm-hmm. and we see this as an opportunity for farmers or researchers or small scale brewers and malters to to malt on a scale that is more research based mm-hmm. or more more experimental mm-hmm. is maybe a better word for for these different parties to experiment with flavor which hasn't really been a focus of malt in the United States, um, domestic or domestic malt production in the United States. Okay, so now in working with Protolabs, did anything surprise you about working with them? I think that there were a number of things that surprised me, but I think the most surprising was how useful their web application was for for the design process. Mm-hmm. And then as someone who is relatively new to this aspect of or this this part of manufacturing, realizing that this was relatively uncommon in the manufacturing world is kind of maybe the most surprising to me because it seemed like such an obvious, obviously positive service mm-hmm. that other manufacturers would, would probably benefit from, from replicating. So can you give me an example of what was so helpful about the Protolabs website? Yeah, their tool for looking at CAD designs for, for different parts was incredibly helpful for communicating with internally, but then also with engineers that we were interacting with at Proto Labs and engineers that we were, or CAD designers that we were consulting with, uh, because it created this common language. Suddenly we, we had an interactive graphic online that had supporting text that indicated what what we might need to change in order for the for the design to work with their molding technology. So, for instance, it would uh, maybe say that the wall the wall thickness needed to be ten thousandths of an inch mm-hmm. smaller, or else we might have some cracking. 
Um, and that's something that I personally don't have the technical knowledge of. And our CAD designer maybe didn't, but then suddenly we, we had this um, reference that we could talk to an engineer about if we had more questions. And getting that feedback back quickly so that we could act quickly was incredibly helpful. So um, for anyone in our audience who might be interested in wanting to find out more about personal malt houses, uh, where can they reach more information? Yeah, you can go to our website. It's S-P-R-O-W-T labs, sproutlabs.com. You can, you can reserve system. We're calling our product the ACRO. It's short for Acrospire, the first rootlet that emerges in the malting process. On our website, you can also find resources on malting and documentation on using our product. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for all this information. I appreciate your time very much. Thanks, Leslie. 